0: You're listening to the Wander Well Podcast, your place for travel and wellness, transparency, inspiration, and motivation. I'm your host, Katie J. Hello, hello, and welcome to Tell All Tuesday number three. The fun fact for today is about this podcast setup. I am set up in a shelving unit. Quite literally, I have a blanket that I brought from home. It has a jungle scene and leopard print and folds into a pillow. That is stuffed behind this microphone. And then right next to that is my computer. So that is my little mini makeshift studio situation. And that is a fun fact for you today. I am talking to a shelving unit. So we left off with a cliffhanger. I told you there was a vision that I had, a 10-year vision. When I did my yoga teacher training back in the fall of 2015, we did a goal-setting workshop where we identified our purpose and were told to follow that above all else. And if we did that, we would consistently if and if we did that and consistently spoke and acted true to that purpose, then we would live a happy and meaningful life. So then they put us into a meditative state and we were told to visualize our lives 10 years into the future. The moderator asked us to visualize where we were living, who we were with, what occupation we had, whether or not we had kids or partners, were we traveling, were we business owners, were we yoga instructors? It took about 12 seconds for me to start crying. At the time, I had convinced myself I didn't want children. I hadn't had much luck in romantic relationships, so I decided it was okay if I never found love and if I never started a family. I was setting the bar what I considered to be low so that I wouldn't be disappointed if that didn't happen for me. But that was the first thing that I saw. It was the first thing that popped into my mind. A child. A little wild child running around naked on the beach, wet curls full of sand. My partner was in the waves surfing. Our home was nearby, it was a retreat center. We were in the tropics and I could tell that I wasn't a yoga instructor, but I had a very hands-on role at this retreat center. We had another home in the mountains that we would return to for the end of the ski season and a bit of the summer as well. We weren't quite nomadic, but we did go back and forth between those two locations, the tropics and the mountains. Ever since seeing that vision, I've been hyper aware of opportunities and people that align with it. In November of 2015, I got a call from a friend about a job opportunity at a summer camp. The summer camp also operated as a retreat center throughout the year. I had been in camping before, so I thought, heck yeah, I'll work there, this sounds great. It was also super convenient timing because during yoga teacher training, I booked a three week trip to Bali to learn acro yoga with Hansa and Claudine LaFond from Acro Vinyasa or Yoga Beyond. The trip was set for April of 2016, so a few months out and I knew my current job wouldn't let me go. It was the type of job you work from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., and then get back on the computer from 8 p.m. to 11. We were constantly trying to make sure our clients were satisfied, and three weeks was not going to cut it. I knew I was gonna have to quit my job, but I didn't have a plan for after my trip. Fortunately, this new boss at this retreat center and summer camp miss christine baskin an amazing woman very inspirational to me as a business owner she let me start in february 2016 and then take off three weeks in april without pay it sounded like a win win to me so i took the job on my way to bali i was in the taiwan airport desperately trying to understand the menus and i hear where are you going Startled by the question, I turned around. A blonde lady in purple yoga pants and cowboy boots stood there smiling at me. She repeated her question Where are you going? I suddenly didn't know the answer. Where was I going? I finally muttered that I was going to Bali. What for? she asked. She seemed really excited about meeting me. Uh, yoga teacher training in Parangbai? Me too! This is Crystal. It turns out she was also my assigned sweetmate mate for the program. She's an acupuncturist from Ventura, California. She also teaches kundalini yoga. I learned quite a bit from observing and living with Crystal over the next few weeks. She was unapologetically herself the entire time. She ordered a glass of wine every single dinner and performed needlework on the other participants and teachers. Her bathroom sink was covered with what I like to call potions, essential oils, tinctures, ointments, and other soothing or healing modalities. She was so cool. She was very well-traveled and very well-established, and I genuinely admired her. After the training was over, I went to Uluwatu, which is a southern part of Bali known for being a surfer town. If you've been listening closely, I don't think I need to explain to you why I was drawn to a surfer town. While I was there, I met a surfer one night. He was older but still at a reggae concert on the beach. I was super intrigued by his story and plethora of tattoos, seemingly tied to all of his stories. On my way home, I crashed my scooter. It happens to everybody. I really recommend that if you think about renting a scooter in a foreign country that you A, know how to do it, and B, are very safe. He wasn't far behind me when I crashed my scooter and he helped me out with some ointment and bandages. We ended up becoming good friends and he actually ended up coming to work for me that summer of 2016 at the summer camp. That experience taught me a lot about managing staff members who are older than me, mixing friendships and work life, and how to work with people who are sensitive to the energies of others. Let me pause for a moment. Do you see what's happening here? Every move that I make with this 10-year vision in mind is guiding me. I'm following my gut, and I do what feels good. I'm manifesting this daydream. After my trip to Bali, I started to notice something funny happening when I would get massages. Since we talk about self-care on this podcast, you should know that for me, self-care is body work. I don't buy facials, manicures, a lot of makeup, or even haircuts. All of those things are lovely and fine and provide utility to many people. But for me, I want to get naked, lie on a table, not talk, and get a full body rub down. Can I get a name in? Massages not only work out my muscles and pressure points, it puts me into a meditative state, similar to the one that I had back in teacher training in 2015. And ever since that trip to Bali, when I get a massage, I float back into that 10-year vision. But each time, it becomes more and more clear. I started visualizing healing people, healing them through the power of nature and through the power of energy and connection with another human. For the longest time, I pushed it to the back of my mind. I made up my own major so that I didn't have to take a math or science class. I kept telling myself that I couldn't be a healer. There was literally no way. It took me almost a year of this denial to finally visit a school of healing. My grandmother's in hospice care and is in really poor condition. Her brain is slowly slipping away from her. She doesn't recognize her grandchildren or a lot of the other people in her life. She gets overwhelmed really easily and tries to escape regularly. I couldn't help but feel that this was completely and utterly not how our bodies are supposed to end up. She's on so many medications and constantly being put on more. She's addicted to pain meds and still in a lot of pain. I realized that I needed to stop telling myself that I couldn't heal other people. I needed to stop looking at healing from a Western mindset because that clearly is not working for some people. I realized I had to stop telling myself I can't and instead focus on I am. I am a healer. I am going to own a retreat center in the tropics focused on healing. You see, your mentality creates your reality. If you believe that you can't do something, then you're probably right. And if you believe that you can do something, you're also probably right. It sounds crazy. I know. And if you're thinking this is stupid, you can't just create your own reality by changing your thoughts, then I would agree with you. You cannot. Not with that mindset. But if you're open to changing your mind, then let me know and I'd be happy to help you make that shift. I'll leave my email in the show notes. Once I started believing in myself and my vision again, I took steps to make it happen. I did some research and found out that one of the top traditional Chinese medicine schools was actually in Austin. On Valentine's Day of 2017, I set a visit to visit that school. I loved the herb room. I loved the interaction between the students and instructors during my treatment. I loved the patience of the woman showing me around and the plethora of questions that I had. But it didn't feel quite right. I didn't love the location. Austin will always be my home, but I get uncomfortable staying in one place for too long. By that point, I had been in Austin for two years and I knew that I didn't want to be there for another four. I kept doing research and narrow down my choices of schools to one in Oregon, one in Denver, and one in Santa Cruz, California. Well, spoiler alert, I got into the one in Santa Cruz, California. I visited twice before even finishing my application. It's conveniently located about four hours from Lake Tahoe, where Tucker lives, so I was able to kill two birds with one stone on my trips to visit him. So, where does this bring us? (sighs) If you back up to the fall of 2017, just this past fall, I encountered an idea from a friend about how I could earn money online. I wouldn't have to keep quitting jobs in order to travel or go back to school. I would be able to put myself through, through grad school, and I could even have another source of income supporting me as I set up my practice and bought a property for this retreat center. When I graduated college as a sustainability major, and got a job working in sales for a tech company, my mom asked me, so what's your plan? I told her I wasn't gonna pretend to have a plan, but now I have a plan. (laughs) Become a digital entrepreneur, put myself through grad school, launch a career in traditional Chinese medicine, get married, open a retreat center for healing in the tropics, make babies, buy a home in the mountains, spend a portion of the year there, return to the tropics, host retreats, let other people host retreats on my property, maybe make another baby, live happily ever after, healing and loving and meditating and surfing. Last night, me and some of the other volunteers here at Bodhi Surf and Yoga had dinner with two of the owners. We had a conversation about the lives they lived up to this point and what their plans are into the future. I shared my plans, and while I know... I'm on the right path. It's still very easy to have doubts, especially when my next move is still a few months out. There's a lot of time to think here. They gave me some food for thought that I want to pass along to you. I can't remember who said this quote. Life happens when you're busy making plans. Wanderers, don't forget to live a little. If you've set your intentions and identified your purpose... Trust that the universe is going to help you make that happen. Know that God or whatever higher power you might believe in is going to take care of you, keep you safe, and provide you with the lessons and people necessary to get you to where you want to go. That's the end of Tell All Tuesday number three. Next week, we will hop back into that entrepreneurial path. I'll explain how I went from Peruvian tassels to leather-bound journals and what I believe the difference is between a digital entrepreneur and a digital marketer. Tomorrow, for Wonder Woman Wednesday, check out the interview with Laura Hughes. Laura is the voice of the Women on the Road podcast. She helped me a ton with figuring out which equipment to use, how to record interviews via Skype, and the type of voice I wanted to use during narrating. Check out her podcast as well. Is called Women on the Road. You can also find her on Instagram at HowSheViewsIt. It was so lovely to talk to you guys today. I hope you have a fantastic week.